my first observation about your fabulous book, Dave Rosowski, is that the, it's it's called a subversive's guide to improvisation. And the most subversive thing I thought about it was that it didn't feel like a guide at first. It feels like a memoir and then a guide. I know. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 840, Subversive Improv Guide. David Rosowski is a teacher, an alum of the Second City in Chicago, the former artistic director of the Second City in Los Angeles, and a former actor with the Reduced Shakespeare Company. And now Dave Rosowski has written A Subversive's Guide to Improvisation, Moving Beyond Yes And, a fascinating, helpful, and inspiring new book that features a ton of incredibly insightful advice and exercises actors and improvisers can do on their own or in groups. Dave's an old friend, so I'm thrilled about his new book. And he started our conversation by telling me how the structure of the book came to be. So this is the story. I, I wrote the memoir and then I got rid of the memoir and then I and then I put the memoir back in and then I got rid of the memoir and then I talked to Mark Larson who I said would you look at my book and he says of course so I showed him the book without the without the memoir then I put the memoir as an ad addendum like and you can read this too and he's like why the fuck isn't that in the book you know uh and put that together so I put it together and yes it starts out with a memoir and that's the scariest thing is to say is to think because uh, I don't know, it's, you know, it's just about to come out, and I don't know what people are going to say. Because you know, they're going to go, "Where's the subversive part?" Um, well, here's what I loved about the fact that it started that way. It's because you know, my wife D Ryan, who you work with, and 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 mentioned comically in the book several times, um, uh, always says, "Bring yourself to every scene." And we are finding who you are and who you bring to all your scenes and to your teaching. And I thought your background, knowing you, I mean, I know some of your background. I didn't know a lot of the stuff that you wrote was phenomenal to then to then read the guide part, which is the second part of the book and go, oh, of course, this makes so much sense based on all the stuff that you had said earlier. So I, th I thought right off the bat, the, the, your subversive guide was incredibly helpful <laughs> and a fun read. Uh, thank you. It's uh, it, what I did learn was because when you write the bio and then when, when you put these two things together, you go, Oh, I, I, this is a really cool point. I make choices to do this in a scene because of something that I learned when I was working in prisons. Yeah. Or I learned this thing because I took folk dancing class at, uh, I, I walked this way on stage because I took folk dancing classes at the Old Town School. Uh, and that's not in the book, but it's these things that come to you and you go, everything that I learned, I, I do on stage, whether I'm aware of it or not. Yeah. And, well, and, and, and the, you probably, and you do the same thing. hundred percent, hundred percent. I, your, your work is informed by who you are and where you've been. And you don't try to, it, it's about authenticity. You know, you want to bring who you are to the work. And what I loved about the book is that it was, it was both grounded in, in identifying your own authenticity, but then 
focusing on exercises that allow you to get out of your own way and allow you to help the scene, not hinder the scene. I thought it was extremely valuable. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, I love that you you just used the word authenticity twice because I think that it's such it it's such an important word in improvisation. In acting, I mean, you know, because you've been you've been my director more than once, twice you've been my director, and I essentially gave me the same note both times, which is, where are you? Where are you? You know, right. and that note was given twice in uh, the fatwa thing that D and I did, which you know, uh, maybe we could talk about it another time. But uh, it's that authenticity, and when you're in a play, a director can go, I don't believe that beat. Let's do it again. Right. Um, or let's find a way to do this. In improvisation, you don't have that director right. stopping will... the scene. Right. So what we have to do is we have to teach the improviser because I've been watching. You know, I've been. I. I. I'm, I don't get out and I don't. I don't see shows now because I just. I just. It's not the time. So I don't go out and I don't see shows, improv shows. But I do watch when somebody posts a, a scene online, and. Every single one, I'm looking and I'm going, no one talks that way. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And I feel that. I feel your pain because I feel that when I go to see new plays. And our, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it so much in old plays, but when new plays and characters are writing, talking like characters in a play and not just like people, it drives me nutty. Well, how much of that is writing? And that's essentially us getting back to what it is that, that is improvisation. Because, yeah. the, you know... How much of that is writing? A lot uh, of it. A lot of it. I, yeah. I've seen a bunch. I've seen a handful of new plays where I wish the characters in the play had better playwrights because right. they're not as interesting as uh, as I thought. The playwright was setting up one thing and then didn't deliver. On that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 what I used to say is I like I, I used to say I want to go see an improv show and and question whether it's really improvised or whether it's written uh, because it's so good. And then I realized the other the other half of that is I want to go to see a play or a movie where I'm wondering was this improvised? Yeah, by by good improvisers. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, I, I I've tried to explain. See what you think of see what you think of this distinction. I've tried to define what D and I do, which is that D and you are, are create do make them ups and create and cre improvise scenes that should feel like they've been written and rehearsed. And as an actor. I'm trying to rehearse it so much and so well that what I'm saying sounds improvised. Right. And if the writing isn't good, you can't. Yes, right. And if the improviser doesn't doesn't have doesn't isn't trained in how to be authentic, yeah. Which is essentially if the improviser isn't given the permission to be vulnerable, to be open, to be honest and to be truthful, uh, then they're going to be putting up this facade. And I think this book, really, if you go, what is it that I want to get out of this book? What, what is it that I want to convince people of this book? It's like, stop acting, just stop acting and, and, and recognize, and this is the thing that gets me every time, recognize that this is an existential experience. All improvisation is you, but it's not you, doing a scene that you're really in, but you're not really in that scene, experiencing the emotions that you're experiencing, but you're not really experiencing those emotions so what i want to do and there's a line in i think it's in the book it's like i want to free you from being you and the you is really an important who's the you when i say i want to free you from being you it's really i want to free you from having to hold on to that self right right 
Well, and I think that I think this is an a, a subversive aspect of the book too, is that you start off early in the book talking about improvisers are actors and should be actors and not so as to distinguish from hey, we're going to get up and play some games or comedians or uh, punchline whores or whatever, you know? And I think that's a really important value that, you know, you should have all the skills that an actor has, physicality, emotional truth, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. And, and every all those examples that you just gave are audience-based. It's audience satisfaction based, where it's yeah. like get the yuck em ups, get a reaction from the audience. And one of the things that I, uh, that an important part for me, and I think a lot of people go, oh, Rosowski's just being Rosowski, a uh, curmudgeon, is I don't give a fuck about the audience. Austin, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. And what is that? Because if I care, you know, there's that line. Uh, maybe I made this line up. It really sounds like it's a line, though. But people say you get five Jews in a room, you have seven opinions. So yeah. when you're trying to satisfy an audience, who are you satisfying? Like, are they the mavens? If they're the mavens, then I should be going to see them. They shouldn't be coming to see me. Right. Yeah, it's a really good. That's a really good point. And it's also it's it's you know when I sit down to write a play, am I writing it for an audience? Sure, but really I'm writing something that I that will entertain me. It's the thing I'm writing the thing I want to see, and hopefully other people will want to see the same thing. It is so true, and and that and 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 it's all like let's take that let's macrocosm let's microcosm that is like when I deliver a line to you, I'm delivering a line to you that I want you to deliver to me. Right. Yes, and you want and you're and you're offering me that gift of whatever you're saying to me because you want me to give it to you back. Absolutely, and and if I give you something that uh, that I would take. And then you do whatever you want with it in in the way that you respond to me. The DNA of what I want is within that line that you deliver back to me. Hi, I'm Mark Larson, the author of Ensemble and Oral History of Chicago Theater. And you're listening to the Reduce Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? Next month, we'll be performing the complete history of comedy abridged in Indiana and Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Then in April, we'll be performing the complete history of comedy abridged in Reston, Virginia on, appropriately enough, April Fool's Day. Then the McCarter Theater in Princeton, New Jersey on April 8th. Then Basalt and Lone Tree, Colorado in April. Check out the touring page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, or our Twitter feed at Reduced for the latest information. Now back to my conversation with David Rosowski, the author of A Subversive's Guide to Improvisation, Moving Beyond Yes And. Here's another thing, and maybe this is just a personal take on your on your fantastic book, but every book needs a bad guy and asshole antagonist, and it seems like I played that part for you in your book. <laughs> well, you know, looking at that, it, like all the people that, uh, because there's there, you are in that book, and John Bergman, who is the director of uh, McGee's Company for Prisons, is in that book, uh, and both of you, the lessons that I got from both of you, uh, you more gentle than John, uh, is 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 just exactly what I needed, which is just I can have fun and I can connect, and 
it was really important. What you said to me was really, really important. And I and I know that because you read the book. I know that that it wouldn't be in that book if it was just for, and here's a name. It's like, what did I learn from what Austin taught me? I was at the right place at the right time in your in your growth. And um and 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 I'm flattered to have been there. Um because because you were one of the very first people I saw on the Second City stage, and I went, oh, my God, who was that guy? And to now know you and call you a friend is is pretty special for me. Um, uh, and I wish I could – I mean, we, imp- we improvise, and I'm using air quotes there, uh, in the Reduced Shakespeare Company, which D scoffs at – um, and scoffs at what we call improvisation, but your but your book was so helpful to me um, because the the RSC we are whores for the reaction, um, and we are looking for laughing. We'll give ourselves an improv activity, and we will always discuss the activity. And your book has said, no, 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 don't do that. You're just no, no, no. For forge that personal connection because that's what people hold on to, and it's such a great. Such but I, I I also want to say that when you're forging that personal connection, <clears throat> you and whoever you're playing with, certainly when you're writing it, you're forging that personal connection through the writing of it all, right? I mean, yeah. you have that understanding that this is what it is that we're talking about. Elaine May was just on a podcast, the first podcast that she's ever been a guest on. And it was uh, that guy, Phil, who did um, uh, every, uh, who did um, Phil Rosenthal. Everybody yeah, loves Raven. Yeah, everyone loves Raven. And uh, and and what Elaine May said, which is just so cool, she said the first time that uh, Mike Nichols and I improvised, it was just you know we just happened to be waiting for a train, and he came up to me, and immediately she said, I knew that he that what we were the banter that we had was a spy scene, you know that kind of spy scene, and she said, and this what was really cool that she said was. Uh, uh, it went on and it went on for 20 minutes uh, and it could have gone on for longer. And she said, when it ended, I walked away or I got on the train or whatever it was that she was doing. And she said, how important it is to have a partner who has the same sense of humor that you have and also knows that you, this is, this is uh, confusing, the internet teaches, your partner has to know what it is that you know, right? They have to know what it is that you're doing. And if, if I know, follow me on this. If I know that you know what I'm doing, that's great. If I know that you know that I know what you're doing, that's great. If I know that you know that I know that you know what you're doing, that's perfect. And I know that there's a lot of I knows and it probably goes past people's heads. But if you really take a moment to think about it, we've got our bases covered. There's nothing that you do that I don't know what you're doing. And when you when you are and there's nothing that you're doing that I that I don't know what you're doing. Right. Right. So when you and um, when you're writing one, when you're writing one of your shows, you two know exactly what you want from each other. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I I mean, it's it's one of the it's one of the beauties of uh, reads and my partnership is that we do nine times out of ten. We agree. You know, and right. a couple of times we don't, we frequently will come to a new third idea that was better than either one of us could have thought of. Interesting. It's, it's 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 a glory for the Reduced Shakespeare Company, but it hinders me as a as an improviser because I am constantly in my head trying to write the scene as I'm doing it, which is wrong, 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 wrong. So wrong. Is it? Is it? 
It is for me because I'm I'm not paying attention to what's actually happening. I'm trying to think about what could and should happen. It's not that you're not paying attention to what actually is happening. It's that you're not paying attention to your partner. Yes, yes, even better. Yes. Right? And and what Phil Rosenthal said, guy knows what he's talking about. Uh, he said, we're constantly writing. We're always writing. Yeah. We're always writing. Everything we're doing is writing. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm teaching in this book is be mindful, careful, be mindful of your words. Be mindful of when you stop talking. Be mindful of the words that, that carry weight to it. Be mindful of repetition, repeating the words that carry weight to it. Be mindful when somebody changes, emotionally changes. Be mindful of the way they're sitting so that when you are watching them have a kinesthetic response, something you said, you know that's the end of that beat, right? You yeah. know that's the end of that beat, and you get to write a new beat. Yeah. Yeah. Or live in a new beat. Right. It's not just the words coming out of their face. It's the words they're not saying. It's the it's the expressions their bodies are giving. It's all of it. It's it's all of it. Yeah, it's all of it. And when and 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 once you define it, it exists. And what I'm talking about that is part of the book is this. You got a body. You got a body, which is essentially an emotional delivery system. Your partner has a body, which is an emotional delivery system. So every time you notice your partner doing something, something that is just, you know, you, you, you've got a reaction out of them, you notice what they're doing because they're doing it, not thinking about it. Their body is telling them. it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, certainly uh, the uh, complete work show has so much dance in there and so much choreography in there. And I use, you know, I, I use that just to mean movement, but yeah. all of that movement is an, is, is an extension of expression. Yeah. hundred percent. But it's also, you're, you're right to call it a dance. It, 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 it it, it, it's hard. I mean, the challenge, the fun, the fun part for me of always bringing new actors into our shows is finding what each actor brings to the part. And I, and I've learned this anew because I was just understudying Ebenezer Scrooge. So I had to do the moves that exist. I have to say the lines that are written. I have to uh, uh, say this word exactly at this tempo because that's the cue for the huge light change in the set move. But I've also got to inform it all with who I am, not do a copy of the guy who I'm understudying. And it's a that's a that's a lot of different muscles to you that you don't need that you really don't want to think about. Correct. Because the moment you start thinking about those muscles, you're like muscles. Yes. What 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 is this? Exactly. <laughs> it's it's where, what do my exactly. arms do when I'm walking? Exactly. It's they're uh, like these arms are new. I just got them, uh, yeah. so I really don't know how to use them yet. Uh, but yeah. But and, discovering and so, who you are, d discovering what you bring, who you are fundamentally, forget about the the game of the scene, forget about the words coming out of your face. Who are you? And if you are you comfortable being that person? And exactly. and that's something you do, you sometimes find too with both actors and improvisers. Although according to your book, they're the same. Is that the performer doesn't know who they are fundamentally, and that can be a challenge. Well, the thing is that okay, <laughs> the performer, the performer, who I call the actor, but the performer doesn't know who they are, um, and they have to be okay with that. Yes, you know, they have to be okay with the idea that that the scene that we're watching is is unfolding uh, for us in real time, 
but so is it unfolding for the actor in real time. And that's what we really, really enjoy watching is we enjoy watching that person have these experiences. And then we get disappointed when they need to have an experience, but they're holding on to it because they're afraid that if they do this one line in the scene, it's going to throw the scene off without realizing if you don't do that line in the scene, you're still going to throw the scene off because the scene wants to go where the scene fucking wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. And you might as well get in trouble for doing the thing than for not doing the thing. And how can you get in trouble? I mean, really what right. we're looking for is, you know, for me, I just want to fucking be surprised. So the, so working with D is always a surprise. It's always a surprise. And for me, I'm going in there and it's not like, what a pain in the ass. It's like, I have no fucking idea what this human's going to do with this line I'm going to do and how exciting that is. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. A subversive guide to improvisation moving beyond yes and will be published on February 9th, 2023, but it's available for pre-order now, and in fact, as of today, it is Amazon's number one new release in the theater acting and auditioning category. Get your copy now, then send us your mistakes via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com or throw a comment to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or on our own actual website, reducedshakespeare.com, or visit my website, theshakespeareans.com. You can also follow Dave on Instagram, at drozowski. Thanks, as always, to improvising clown author Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and GarageBand. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Amanda H. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to friend of the pod, Mark Larson, the author of Ensemble, an oral history of Chicago theater. And as always, thanks very much to you for listening. Please continue to stay safe, get your boosters, and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 840, 2520ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. You are an international um, teacher, and your and your words and thoughts and ideas have value. So I'm so glad you wrote the book, whatever your stupid motivations were. <laughs> My motivation really was, I wouldn't have written the book if people didn't go, you got to write a book. You know, it's like, I got to write a book. And the moment that you start thinking, you got to write a book, it's like, you, you can't get that out, of your, that out of your head. You know, an improviser is the writer, the director, the producer, the choreographer, the, 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 the playwright, the therapist, the priest, all in one. And that's what this book is really about. It's about to go, don't just back off. I know we're gonna wrap this thing up, but one of the things that I wanna do is I wanna create more monsters for me to play with. Would that have been such a terrible title? Creating more monsters, a subversive guide to improvisation. Dave, come on, is it too late to change the title? Uh, I have a student of mine who goes second book and I'm like, you shut up. <laughs> this podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to reduce for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.